Guess the show number. 40. <laughs> now 30. Oh, we haven't done 40 yet? That's kind of pathetic. 30 is a lot. Over three years. It's two years. It's been a long, long Two and a half. Too. Anyway, what's going on? You know. Sunday night. Sunday night. Shotgun podcast. Well, I feel like we need to do this now because we didn't. Snow is coming. Yeah. Winter is coming. We didn't do one last week. We'll probably won't. We're definitely not doing one next week. We might do one the week after. Unless you get stuck here. We won't do one for like a month after that. Unless you get stuck here. I'm not going to get stuck. It's going to be fine on Thursday. We'll see about that. Snowstorm's coming. (laughs) You seem really excited about it. I think it's going to be. Are you going to go into the office tomorrow? Of course. What if you get stuck there? I'll have to walk home. I think that, weirdly, you would enjoy that. I would. Uh, I don't, so it's, what is it? It's January 25th. Uh-huh. 2015. Yeah. It's supposed to snow like a, like a, like a large object. I, I'm always skeptical of those snow totals because they're almost always wrong on the, over-exaggeration side, which I guess if you're running the city's salt trucks and uh, emergency stuff is a good idea, but I'm not, so I don't care. Well, do you mean that it's just not going to be as bad as they say it's going to be? Yeah, I don't think it's ever as bad as they say. it's going to be a foot of snow here. Now they're saying two to three. I just moved over. Yeah. Ottoman, That's okay, though. Sorry. doesn't matter. Apologies. Um, Soon the dog will bark. Um, I, but, like, what will that do to us? We were talking about this before. It's not going to really do anything. Well, funny it's, you should ask on a fashion tech show. Uh-huh. It might require different boots. Well, it might require those sorrels or sorrel. I, I have no idea how it's actually pronounced. Hmm. S-O-R-R-E-L. I think it's, I think it's just one R, though. Mm. I think you're thinking of the uh, vegetable. But, well, that's sorrel. Right. I think this is sorrel because it's one R. I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't think that has anything to do with it, actually. Uh, neither of us have real snow boots. No, those are those are real. Yeah, but those only go up like a few inches. Yeah, but they're real snow boots. Oh, you're talking about the big ones, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I'm cool. I'm not talking about the the bean boots you bought me. How to pronounce S O R E L? I need to. Pronouncenames.com. <laughs> Sorrel. Oh, it is Sorrel. Sorrel. Thank you, YouTube. Sorrel. Thank you, YouTube. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. It's like, yeah, I, I'm glad it's not Sorrel. Yeah. Sorrel, you'd need an accent on the E, I think. Mm, yeah, or like an LLE. Yeah. Okay, so I have those Sorrel boots. Cool. They're, they're for this kind of... That's why I needed the duck boots, because they're too big and heavy for normal snow. Yeah. But they're good for, you know, if you... Blizzard. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to really leave here. I'm going to go to no. the gym downstairs, and that's it. I probably won't leave until... Tuesday afternoon, and I might not leave until Wednesday morning or something. If and now, yeah, if it's really all bad. that frozen Trader Joe's crap could come in handy. Yeah. All right. Good. Good Maybe job. Maybe I should go to the grocery store before it hits tomorrow. That'd be smart. That's 
Okay, we could talk about that offline, though. Yeah, that's probably not. Uh, so what's happening? What are we talking about this time? We're not talking about the Apple Watch. Well, we are talking about it for a minute. Oh, Sorry. never mind. So we got some really good questions from Sam Reader Homan. questions? From who? Sam Homan. Okay. Hello, Sam. Hi, Sam. Okay, so t- they're both really, really good. Did you want to talk about award shows, or do we do enough of that? Well, you have to explain what you want to talk about. Well, I was just curious if you have any questions about, like, red carpets. The SAG Awards are tonight. We we tend to do this during the awards because neither of yeah. us really like watching those things. My only question is, um, how? what is the incentive for the networks to, like, the, the, the what are you wearing question is essentially yeah. a, a free advertisement? Well, it's not always free. But I'm saying it's free to the net, like the TV people don't care. They're not getting paid for that. The people, no. the person asking the question, "What are you wearing?" Yeah, has nothing to do with that, that transaction. Yet I, it is an acceptable. It's the first question that's asked. It's not always. It should be though. Well, okay, why? <laughs> well, because that's the whole point of those. It's not there. If you look on Twitter, we haven't been watching it, but I guess Maria Menunos. Who's a proud alum of my college, Emerson College. Um, she is filling in for this other woman, Juliana Rancic, who do they, she does the e carpet, and she's asking like idiotic questions, hmm. just like completely pointless. I mean, there's really you can't do a proper interview. It's more like George Clooney. You get to see him in person, like really close up on screen, and what the what the person the female person's wearing. And he basically has to say... Well, George the... Clooney doesn't. He's one person. He always wears Armani. Yeah. He will not talk about his clothes. And he doesn't ever say that he wears Armani. I thought he did last time. Did he? I don't know. He might have. But it's just like if I'm... have a policy where he never said it. Is it... Is he it... Was, didn't want to be... That guy? He, well, he, he was very, like... There, there are a few celebrities who are very... Um, ethical i guess about yeah. like angelina jolie supposedly buys everything or hmm. she has a stylist but and i'm sure she borrows things but like in general she will buy things she doesn't ever take free stuff i mean most interesting of them are, are the complete opposite but um but yeah. i guess if you're running the tv for the show you care because then everyone looks nice no and your I show think, gets I more credibility and was that Say it's on ABC or NBC or T. I think the SAGs are on TNT. They used to not do <laughs> nice. a preview, but then E, yeah, E Entertainment started Joan Rivers like probably a decade ago. When when red carpets like women on the red carpet started wearing them. I mean, obviously men, but they were always wearing like nice suits from Gucci and Tom Ford and yeah. things like that. But when women started wearing more designery stuff and hiring stylists to dress them and, you know, it became more of a part of your image is what you wear on the red carpet now, whereas, you know, in the 80s or whatever, it wasn't as big of a deal. Yeah. Like, it didn't, because you weren't, there weren't as many award shows, you weren't photographed as much. So it wasn't like, I think a lot of people say the turning point was Michelle um, Pfeiffer wore an Armani outfit to the Globes or something or the SAGs in like 
the late 80s and it was very people still you know talk hmm. about it and then Uma Thurman Th- Uma Thurman is that her name? I think so. Yeah. She wore Prada in like 95 or so and she kind of put Prada on the map and and that's when so now they all Yeah. It's and so E started doing the show with Joan Rivers it was bef- like she would re- interview people on the red carpet and then the day after they would do kind of a rundown and best and worst. And I think that what happened is that the networks who are actually, you know, airing these shows realized that was like an extra advertising opportunity, especially because it is a a lot about clothing and women's clothing. That's, you know, more incentive to appeal to like to advertisers who, you know, are want to capture a specific sort of, female audience so i think what most people do like i was doing last last week well, i'm not we're not watching this one but i was watching both of them i think i had them on mute but i was watching e and abc for the hmm. globes and had like picture in picture just so i could see the different outfits so i'm going to ask you a really lame but actually relevant question yeah which is in this era of the second screen, M-Commerce, mm-hmm. where is the shoppable runway? Well, here's the thing. I've read about this before. Come on. You can't believe I asked that lame question? I, I, you know where it is. It doesn't No work. one buys that, car, no that one, stuff anyway? Well, first of all, none of these dresses, yeah. They, for, not, most of them aren't for sale. And if you really, really want one and you're on the list for the $30,000 dress, or even if it's a $2,000 dress, you're going to call your lady at the Balenciaga store and say, Hey, I love that dress that Naomi Watts is wearing tonight. Hmm. I want to order that. Or can you custom make it for me or whatever? But I mean, some of them aren't, are available. A lot of them are runway pieces. A lot of them, they're samples. A lot of them are couture and are, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. So no one's going to say I'm wearing Everlane and you can buy it now with one click. I don't think so. I don't know if that will ever happen, but there are, Tons and tons of startups trying to make television shoppable. Yeah, and clickable like because there random are, random uh, CW shows or whatever. Yeah, there are a lot of blogs that do kind of like morning after what were they wearing, and they do really really well with affiliate. Should lists. we start doing that with Anthony Bourdain's outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Britt just watched um, Anthony Bourdain for the first time last night. <laughs> Cool. She thought it was great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's – so you can make money off of it. It's just whether or not people want to buy stuff in the moment like that for reward shows. Right. Well, especially not, that stuff, which is not it's really – literally Most of it's not for sale anyway. It's not, it's not about conversion. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was the only question I had. Okay. Um, but we uh, – thankfully, our – our listeners have sent questions in. Yeah. Do you even care about what the guys are wearing now? No. Yeah. Because okay. it's all tuxedo crap. Yeah. Okay. That's not that's not what I'm focusing on right now. We might be invited to a wedding at the end of the year where you have to wear a really nice tuxedo. <laughs> just to, just Okay. Like anyway. Um, okay. So Sam had two really good questions. One is something that I've been thinking about because the PR people keep harassing me. Um you heard of these American Giant hoodies? Yeah. You're, a friend of yours wrote a story about them a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, they're 
Okay. I'm aware of them. Do you know what their whole thing is? They're like, well, we make the best hoodie in the entire world. I've heard they're, that. They're based in San Francisco, I think. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Okay, so... Disruptive hoodies. On the topic of more is less fashion, what's your take on American Giant hoodies, a.k.a. the greatest hoodie ever made? They seem nice, but I would love to get a straight fashion take on them. Okay. So the the idea behind American Giant, from what I've discerned from reading, I also have the founder's book. I have not read cool. it yet. Um, but what I've read from reading several different articles on techie business sites and also on fashion sites um, is that, like, their whole thing is that most sweatshirts are made with really crappy, not thick, sturdy material, and most of them aren't made here. And they're making something that will last you 25 years or your whole life. So they're really heavy and thick. Um, and my friend Connie, who is, she's like the fashion director or something at Refinery29, which is a really big fashion website um, that does a lot of other stuff too. She said, I'm just going to pull up her. She actually wore it for like five days. Um, she seemed to really like it. Um, but so it's, it isn't, it isn't cheap. So, she liked it, but thinks so it's like it's not cheap, I think it's oh, it's eighty nine dollars, which is a lot of money, especially if you're um like American apparel's sweatshirt is fifty two so nineties almost double double that um. Yeah, but those American Apparel ones are basically disposable, single-use single, single use paper underwear. Yeah, so... Um, All right, well... Yeah, so here's the thing. Is it is it worth $89? Is it a fa- it's not a fashion item, and it's not like a cool utilitarian item either. It's definitely... It's not cool in any way. It's not fashion in any way. Like, there are a lot of utilitarian items like Patagonia fleeces that right now feel very fashion, like they have a fashion relevance. This does not at all. And also, it's very, it's not something that's going to be comfy when you first buy it. Like, you're going to have to wear it for a while and let it wear in to mm-hmm. be softer and, and all that stuff. Um, so, I, I think that it's probably worth the money if you think that and it doesn't look bad it's just it's not um i mean first of all i'm really turned off by that kind of marketing i just think it's like very silly and even if it's true i don't think that that's how you how you market something but um yeah it looks nice the the red one's nice the logo is decent it's small it's just not um you know it's not anything that even their t-shirts you know, it's not something that I would probably buy for myself. Um, but I think that if you wear a lot of sweatshirts and hoodies and you really care about things lasting long, then it's not a terrible idea. Um, but from a fashion perspective, it has, to me, does not have any fashion relevance. And the T-shirts, too, I'm looking at the, the cut of the T-shirts right now. And, you know, are they are they going to be 
better quality than Everlane's $15 t-shirts? Probably. Do I like the cut of them? No. They're twenty four fifty, so maybe they aren't much better. But even if they are, like, I don't, I'm not into the cut of these. Whereas Everlane's t-shirts are cut really in really great silhouettes. So I think the answer is if you want a sweatshirt that's going to last you a really long time and you only need one sweatshirt and you like wearing zip-ups or hoodies and you wear those every day and that's part of your uniform, then it's worth the money. What do you think? Would you buy one of these things? No, definitely not. To me, the hoodie peaked in early 2008. But but what if they made the crew – I'm sure they make a crew. Well, that's different. But their whole thing is the best hoodie. So to me, the hoodie only mattered when it was 2007 and 2008 and – American Apparel had had its had its thing, and the most American Apparel thing of all things was the hoodie, at least for dudes. Oh yeah, they do make a they make a crew, but it, it also has like it has their logo on it, which I don't like. No, especially you know there are very few logos that are are nice to wear, and this has like a little tab, and that kind of just ruins it. Because then you can't. I, wear I don't it even to care work. about any of that. I. I have no interest in hoodies. This isn't a hoodie. This is a crew. I know. And whatever. It's fine. But to me, like, the best hoodie ever made, that doesn't doesn't excite me. Would you bother buying this $69 crew neck because you thought it would last you a really long time? No. If it looked and felt nice, that would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an interesting value proposition. I'm not sure it's one. That if you're trying to I mean, look cooler, look, I I can't comment on its comfort because I've never tried it. But well, hopefully they to do me not a, try to, send to me a bulky a bulky uh, quote unquote durable hoodie is not going to be very comfortable. Yeah. Relative to uh, a soft and, and fluffy American Apparel one that that probably has a more interesting color scheme and zipper, but I I don't wear hoodies, so I don't really care. Well, you know which one I like the best. That we both have one of these is that champion one, that Todd Snyder champion one. You know why I like it? The sweatshirt? The sweatshirt. Uh-huh. Because it's really soft inside. It's a little warm for me, but. I really, because it's really it's soft, fine. so I want to wear solid. it on the house all the time. Yeah. So to me, that champion. Maybe right. You if I want a sweatshirt, I want it to be. Who are we? When were we talking about um, wearing like, sweatshirts with nothing underneath it might have been because those champions was that early on this show you don't need you don't need to wear that's like the ultimate luxury is is a sweatshirt over nude Um, so but like a soft sweatshirt i got you from save khaki though isn't comfy is it is it like yeah that one's great yeah that one's awesome but it's not too thick and it's the but the best part about it is the the way that it looks the um the heathering yeah i really like that champion one because it's super fleecy inside it's super cozy. Yeah, mine's too big. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, this is this is an interesting question. But I should also note that once that I also um am probably probably not the best person to talk about hoodies because the last my last experience with a hoodie was an embarrassing one. Do you wanna talk I'll, about I'll that? I'll talk about it. 
Okay. Well, it was like early 2008. Mm-hmm. It was peak hoodie in the New York startup scene. I was invited to a party. I was, of course, wearing a hoodie. I wore a hoodie every day. Uh-huh. As you may have noticed on Valley Wag when I was embarrassed to be wearing a hoodie on Attack of the Show. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, this is th- that was fine. I did that on purpose. That was. I mean, it was, but that that's show fucking G four. Right. Supposed I know. To wear a hoodie. Well, yeah, but when I really realized that I shouldn't be wearing a hoodie is when I was invited to an Akamai like cocktail party mm-hmm. in the lobby at IAC, and I got there, and everyone was wearing nice business clothes, and I was wearing a hoodie and jeans and gym shoes. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't wear a hoodie to this party, to this nice party. Yeah, it's interesting. And then I was embarrassed. I've had kind of the opposite thing happen where when I first started working in New York and I was really concerned about what I was wearing and presenting myself really nicely. I mean, I don't know if that always comes across, but I was really trying super, super hard to look good every time I went out and every time I... And then I don't know the the longer I've I've been a writer, and then the less I know that people aren't really looking at me in that. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like I cared less. But then I was randomly on like for a minute on a TV show this summer, and I had not like had a blowout. I was wearing a nice dress, but nothing. I wasn't wearing any makeup. I was not. I was not presentable in in the way you want to pre- present yourself on television, and it made me realize that maybe I should be a little more presentable. So for the last few months, I've been making sure that I look nice when I when I go to events and stuff. Because it it is one of those things that like how much you, how how much should you put into that, you know? Yeah, and you have to figure out what what the level is for you. It's not, I never look sloppy, but you know, there have been times when I've just been kind of like, well, I'm just going to not wear makeup to this thing because I, my work stands for itself or whatever. But in reality, you know, you should at least look a little presentable. What's your take on uh, sweater hoodies? Like, Fancy no, like, like cashmere that. or merino. That. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I ever had one or not. I think that I don't think so. To wear it around the house. To me, if it's going to be a hoodie, it should. I mean, the best hoodie is a nineteen dollar. Uh, Franklin, what's that brand hoodie? The mm-hmm. people who make the nine dollar sweatpants that you can buy at Target. I don't know. Or American Apparel, which I... is basically a fancier version of that. The nice thing about the American Apparel hoodie, actually, if you want to know details yeah. about quality is the the hood is double everything is single ply except for the hood which is two ply and it does two things first it gives the hood a little more structure so that it um looks a little more like a thing on your back and second keeps the fleecy insides from making your hair too frizzy was also, also, it's warmer if you're sleeping on an airplane, which is to me like the only reason left to wear a hoodie is on an overnight plane ride. If you want to tuck the um, pillow into your hood <laughs> and then was, wear it over your head, there was a time when like wearing a blazer and a hoodie for both men and women looked cool. Yeah, like 
there is actually a brand that does kind of dicky hoodies that oh. zip into blazers like a that's funny a pretty high-end brand so i i mean and you know they hoodies are also great when you're actually working out um to me that the hoodie like served its purpose from 2000 in in early 2008 you know when i would hang out with like david carp or something like that yeah but I, now now i don't wear hoodies anymore and i don't i don't know if he does either i think that i don't know i mean i think the other thing is, it's like, who are you? What are you comfortable with? Blah, 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 blah. You have to be comfortable with yourself and know the kind of things you like and don't like, and that's when you'll look the best. Um, but it, like you said about that sweater hoodie, I think some, like that to me, that's more loungewear. And there are people who totally pull off that look and look great, but it, I wouldn't wear that. I just think it looks, I, it's just not my, I was never, also never a really big hoodie person. I think I had a couple of those American Apparel ones, but nothing. Um, I was never super into them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So my my to Sam, my advice is, if you're trying to like up your look, I would not start with that company. With a fancier hoodie, yeah. If you're trying to up your look, I would. I, I don't know. I forgot who posted. Maybe, uh, maybe it was my friend Caroline last week, but apparently the or maybe it was maybe it was Allison. Someone was talking about how startups are now shipping out uh, crew neck sweatshirts instead of hoodies with their smart. logo on them. That's really smart. Okay. All right. Cool. So his other question is, and I think this is interesting and kind of like, oh yeah, we really have never actually explain this but he says why do you both want to drop $350 on Apple watches I really struggle to see compelling use cases for the a watch based on your most recent episode I get the impression it's mostly Apple brand affinity but this could just be a failure of imagination on my part what do you see as what do you see as Twitter Instagram that slots neatly into your life on two inch on a two inch screen Sell me on the watch. Well, I'm not going to sell him on the watch. Well, I'm going to first answer this question because – Oh, and he's not done yet. But, oh. but let's start with this and then the, the second part is a good – he has a good point. All right. Uh, the real answer is that I have, to, I have to get one because I have to understand how it works for my job. Uh, like there are a lot of people who think that this is going to become one of the next main – forms of computers in the world and as a technology writer i have to understand what that means yeah and now why am i waiting for the apple watch instead of getting uh, a pebble or a samsung or something like that part of it is is the samsung ones require an android phone i did not have an android phone the pebble worked with an iphone but it was black and white only and didn't have a touch screen so this is really the first you know there were there were a few there were many tablets before the iPad came out. The iPad was the first tablet worth owning. I think the Apple Watch will be the first watch worth owning, but we'll also see quite quickly its limitations. Uh, and the question, like, and and why should Lauren get one? Well, because I'm because I'm <laughs> making answer. her I'm making her get one because one of the one of the applications that and by the way, how many years was it before Instagram came out for the iPhone? What three or something like that? So. One of the, or maybe, yeah, something like that. Can I answer one, for myself? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm almost done. One of the, one of the most promising um, things that's going to be useful for is uh, one, you know, single bit 
communication, texting, something like that. Uh, especially with a big ass iPhone six plus in my pocket, if I can, if Lauren is texting me and I'm at, in line for groceries and I can tell her, you know, some something simple, yes, no, maybe, soon, without taking my phone out or something like that. To me, that's potentially useful. Um, so this messaging stuff that they're working on could be interesting, and. That's the you know the basics, and I'm also interested in some of the fitness tracking stuff. I I don't know about whatever else. I mean, the obviously there's going to be a lot of ideas for what this stuff will be useful for. I haven't thought that far ahead of time, and I was thinking the other day about how it's really going to have to stand up on its own as a watch because. Between the battery and just the fact that you're not really going to be playing with your wrist all day because that would be really awkward and uncomfortable and kind of lame, it's really going to have to stand up on its own as a watch. And I don't wear a watch, so I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm far from sold on this thing, but I definitely think that you know the money is like, yeah, it's a lot of money, but it's yeah. So you know, I, I I I don't deserve to get paid. If I don't understand how yeah. this works. So my answer is I also really need to get it for work because I have covered this specific item. High five. As you have. Tax write-off. Um, Boom. But I not only am I asked to cover stuff about wearables a lot, but I choose to. And to me, it is the only appealing wearable that has surfaced. The second reason... And and what I will say is that if you and I were not married, I'm not sure that I would actually buy one. I maybe would just borrow it from Apple for three months to try it out. But remember when – didn't you buy me my first iPhone? Um, I feel like you I think might that have. Because you said maybe. I want maybe you to get gift. the iPhone. Because I used to only have flip phones. Oh, yeah. And – because I would lose them all the time, and so I just or like break they would break in half. So I just always had a thirty dollar burner phone, and I think at some point you, you were like, "I want you to get it because I'm going to buy it for you because if I don't, then you are going to be really bored when I'm on it." Because I <laughs> I probably would have waited another year to buy one. In reality, because you, you you waited a year, right? Or. I waited a, for the second one because I was still on a contract yeah. with Sprint, so which I, I now regret. I would have waited for the third one. Yeah. I would. I, I don't think... Ugh, the 3S. 3GS. Um, because I, I just, like, didn't care. It just wasn't... It, yeah. It, it wasn't... Because I had never had a... I had a BlackBerry for a little bit <laughs> when I first started working at Forbes. Yeah. Um. And I, I mean, I barely used it. I remember I tried to buy, I bought concert tickets on it once. Randomly. Nice. Yeah. But it was, it took me like two hours to do. It was really annoying. But um, I've never owned one. And so it just wasn't, it didn't seem like a big deal to me. And um, so I don't think that. I don't I, I feel like the one of the biggest reasons I want to buy one is because we'll be able to communicate with it. The third reason is for me, I am really interested because I'm doing a half marathon in April. Yeah, you're actually going to use the fitness I, stuff. You for know, real. I 
been running a lot this year. I actually won it for that. I mean, I, it kind of defeats the purpose in that I, I need something that can play music too. Like the whole idea. Supposedly I will be able to. And with just like wireless. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. Well, yet. Because that to Probably me, to, buy some wireless. to not have to wear, um, an armband is actually sounds pretty great. Um, so I don't know, but I think I, I, you know, if it was if it was a thousand bucks, no way. But if it's you know, we're gonna get the three hundred and fifty dollar ones. I mean, I'm I am. I don't know. Yeah, I'm too. I'm not gonna get. But to, um, so I'll I probably feel have like to get it, another it, one in a year. Anyway, I can, you're right. It is a tax write off. Like I can, I'm gonna I can buy it and and write it off because, you know, I'm gonna write about it probably ten more times this year. Um, but uh, another big reason is. Because like we'll be communicating on it. Yeah. Um, the the second part of his question though kind of gets to your point. Is it like it really needs to stand on its own as a watch? And she and he says, well, it could be a she. A Sam could be a girl. True. But, um, aesthetically, the watch has always struck me as somewhat unfortunate. The Apple Watch or it, watches in general. The Apple Watch because yeah. it's square rather than round. Thoughts. I kind of oh, yeah. agree. Well, but um, I also just like think mo- I'm just not a big watch person. Mm-hmm. So I I also am not like blown away with it aesthetically, but I also mm-hmm. I just don't think that that it looks better than there are a couple really nice looking smartwatches. I forget what they're called. I would never buy one just because it looks good. You know. Round is is really hard for a screen yeah. with um, like apps and data on it because every other screen is not round. Yeah. And trying to force people into the round template is really tricky. I mean, like Android is doing it with the Moto Watch and a couple other ones, but well, also our Casio calculator watches kind of look. Yeah, those are fun. Those look good. I don't know the the. To me, the shape is not the bigger, the biggest problem. It's the bulkiness and the thickness of it. And then, you know, is it going to look? A is it going to be uncomfortable because it's so thick? Yeah. I already have enough trouble with that twenty dollars Casio watch. And B is it going to look, you know, gauche because it's so thick? What do you think about this whole? You might not be able to charge it the whole, whole way through the whole day. It's it might not last a whole day. It'll last a day. I mean, unless you're goofing off on it all day, but that's not what it's designed for. Yeah, I mean, I think I th- do. I think that here here's the thing because he said sell me on the watch. I actually am not sure if you're not a gadget freak, if you're not someone who's already in the market for a wearable. For like a tech tech watch, if you're if you don't need it for your job, that maybe you shouldn't buy this first round. Maybe right, which is basically the first iPhone story too. Yeah, you know, so, why would I spend four hundred dollars for this slow phone? It doesn't have didn't doesn't have three G, doesn't have uh, any apps on it, doesn't doesn't connect to Microsoft Exchange, and, and then it doesn't have any apps on it. No, I was talking about the first iPhone. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, three years later and it's everybody and it's re- – and you've seen all those 
Look at all the things the iPhone replaced. Camcorder, alarm clock. Did people, were people really quick adopters of the iPad? Yeah, more so. Which ended up making it more disappointing now. I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty huge actually. When it launched though, I remember the actual introduction to it was weird. Yeah, it was Steve Jobs on a couch, flipping around. I just remember people were like, Called an iPad, and they're always like pad. That was so Maxi stupid. That was so fucking stupid. But people were like, yeah. "Ew, why would you call it what they want? They wanted it to be called something else." I kind of want to. Well, there were a lot of other names that people picked for it, like the um, the slate or the. Uh, I don't remember. Um, the tab. I don't know. Uh, kind of want to find all the people who made fun of the iPad name now and show them what they wrote. Yeah, because people, a lot of people made fun of it. And be like, do you, do you feel like a moron or not for writing this? But anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not sold on the Apple Watch myself. I'm uh, First yeah. of all, I think there's more Apple has up its sleeve that it hasn't told us. And it's doing that in part for competitive reasons. And I think partially, you know, Someone's going to have to make the Instagram for it, and it's probably not going to come from Apple. Instagram did not come from Apple. Facebook, Twitter did not Are come from Apple. Are like people prepping apps for it now? Oh, yeah. Yep. So Lots there will be a ton of apps. Yeah, but they're very limited. Like it, the apps don't even run on the, the watch. The apps run on your phone kind of. And you, so, oh, okay, because there's so it's no, gonna, not going to be like a little app. There's not room to do all that stuff. There's very little room. So it's going to be... I don't know what's going to be possible. So you say, you know, I don't want to wear an armband when I'm running. You might still have to bring your phone with you somehow. Because well, I don't know how much it's going to be able to do without your phone. Like, it definitely won't be able to track your location, I don't think, because it doesn't have its own GPS yeah, chip. And, yeah, I guess I guess it doesn't. I mean, it's not that big of a deal to have to wear an armband. But especially, like, right now I, I take a jacket, so I could just zip my phone into my jacket. But when it gets warmer outside, I won't do that. Fanny pack. You're funny. The return of the... I saw at CES, I saw a belt. Maybe I talked about this last week. A belt with a phone charger built into it. Yeah. It's like, nah, not not for me. What else is going on in the tech world? Apple earnings. It's earnings week. Uh, I think they're going to be huge, yeah. But who knows? Netflix had a good week last week. Catching on worldwide. What's up with Netflix getting rid of all those um, foreign, those BBC shows? I'm sure, you know, they have contracts for a certain period and then they go away and they get new stuff and it's not like they own any of that stuff, so they have to rent it, basically. Interesting. That's why they're putting a lot more money into the original stuff and Amazon, too, because then they control the destiny. Well, here's my question. If you can't access... Because iTunes doesn't seem to have a lot either. There are a lot of movies. I feel like we were trying to watch an old Wes Anderson movie, and it was like impossible to find it a couple of years ago. Oh, we were trying to watch Rushmore. Why is that? And I think we could have bought it, but we didn't want to. Oh, okay, so you can't. There's all this buy nonsense it. with between rentals and buying, and like if HBO has it that month, then then maybe you can't rent it. I don't know. There was. What's doing? Anything else? No. What else is going on? No, I mean... Next week, we'll talk about fashion. How long has this been? 40 minutes. Oh, I think we're good then. Cool. I mean, 
the only thing I will say is when we were talking today because I was watching a show on which one is Amazon or no? Hulu. Well, yeah, yeah, we have to sign up for Hulu Plus. But that's the one thing that I will say, and maybe it's not for the generation younger than us because they know it. They this is what they've grown up with, but it does annoy me to have to like belong to all these different things and have to switch our TV eight different times to get to Amazon Prime, to get to the Apple TV, to get to cable, to get to on demand. Like it's not this bifurcated situation is not making it easy. I know, and this is everyone's whining, Oh, cable's so expensive, you got too many channels you never watch, but the the result of this debundling is going to be chaos. Yeah, which is what and, we're starting to see, and which is maybe mo- maybe it's just not gonna not a big deal to people who have kind of grown up watching television on the internet. Especially as the, like, can you imagine when the Apple TV gets its own app store and the, and every content provider has its own app and they all want you to subscribe to it. Although maybe it'll be, maybe you'll actually be able to find more stuff that way. Well, the one thing I will say is that, like, don't you feel like you don't know about as much music now because it's, or do you think that's just a, you know, a result of us not being twenty-two and caring about music so much? Well, I I don't listen to the radio now the way I used to. Because I used to like go and look at the record store. Or CD store. New yeah, every Friday I would go to Sam Goody. Just to look at them, to see what was there. And then you would buy stuff. Sometimes I would buy stuff based on the album or, like, the review or whatever. And I guess if you're still into music, you just read Pitchfork or whatever. Yeah, I don't get Rolling Stone anymore. And we I, don't. I, yeah, on the other hand, I find out a lot about a, a lot of music I never would have because of Twitter and the random crap on, on Spotify or RDO yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I still get the best from Taylor, so it doesn't matter. Taylor and Alan. Yeah, it might just be that less of my friends are as... I used to have a lot lot of friends who really were really into music and would introduce me to stuff, but now I don't really have that many that are really into music. They all like Beyonce. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, next week, next time, we'll talk... We might have a special guest. We might have a guest. Mystery guest. We'll see. Uh, but you're always welcome to send us questions at hello at the needle and the mouse.com or you can ask us on Twitter at needle and mouse or whatever. Yeah. More questions. Those are great. Yeah. Those questions, are awesome. Thank, Thank you, you, Sam. All right. Well, we'll see you next time.